Welcome, welcome to Some Guys in a Bible. We are so excited to be back after this long absence. The devil has been really attacking the show. hasn't been the devil. It's been Dan mismanaging the camera. <laughs> Don't let him lie to you. They both start it, with a been, D. It's been, <laughs> it's been a little bit of both. So I've, I've been having problems on Wednesdays. No, so. yeah, it's been, it's been, he's been a, a tricky little booger. But we've got him fixed. We're back today. We got sound. I see the bars jumping. So people are going to hear what we have to say. It's not as funny without sound. Like I went back and watched the last episode, and for some reason, without sound, it's just not. It's I think, not I think we'd have to break into some Three Stooges area. <laughs> some old silent films back in the day. <laughs> we need to get the sign language person that does it for the president. You ever seen? Oh, <laughs> They're yeah, so yeah. intense. That's what we need. We need a signer. <laughs> but we'll just we'll go with sound. Like why not? Why not? God likes that. You know, it was funny too that the the, the episode that didn't have sound was the one where we did the power of the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> we were drained of our power right wow. in the middle of it <laughs> but we're going to come back we're going to do it again we're going to do it we got we got a bunch planned of course and we're loving if you guys have any uh any topics that you'd like for us to cover please comment on the videos let us know stop us at church whichever way but we would we'd love to talk about remember some. we always have an open seat as well our brother terrence yes to take us terrence up is that. with us today come on audience give an applause yeah. oh, our audience is a little shy today it's okay hey i don't <laughs> but we are excited to have him a good man of god a brother in faith full of the holy spirit and we're gonna we're gonna let that holy spirit go today because I purposely, Amen. we have not talked about the topic that we were bringing up today until we got here. And I purposely did not study for it either. But that's the way we want it. Because we're hit with these questions sometimes in society. And you don't always have your Bible. Right. And you're not, you're not planned out for that. So sometimes I've given some dumb answers. I'm not going to lie. I've been hit with some questions that I gave some dumb responses to. And I had to go home and spend some time with God and the Bible. And, and then I'm like, wow, that was really dumb, Dan. Like Dan, why, why, why did you try tying in chewing tobacco with that verse? It, 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 doesn't, it, correlate. Does, it doesn't correlate. It doesn't correlate. It doesn't correlate. But that's the hill well, me. But no, it's, it, the, the, the lovely thing about that, it's the daily application. Amen. And, and that's really not the four hear that for all the, the Star Wars haters out there? Daily application. <laughs> right. And we're not really trying to impress all y'all with our wisdom. We just want you to feel a little bit of the love that God has placed in our lives. And hopefully you guys right. can laugh. You can enjoy this. And we're, we're sure that the Holy Spirit will give us some nuggets just of truth to, along the just way. Just trying to share a little bit of that fire. Amen. Right. right. That's what it's all about. So the topic today that we're going to address is how do you know Christ raised from the dead? We're getting that. It's Easter season. We're in the middle of that right now. And I've already been seeing memes on Facebook of Jesus dressed as a zombie and crazy stuff where people just think it's a big joke and it's a game. So I personally don't believe it's a joke or a game. You ever comment on it and then they don't reply to it? <laughs> I, I haven't this year. I'll say that. I haven't this year. See, I might I, have in the past, but this year I, I, I refrained. I have to admit I'm yet to see one of those go across my, my, my feed on oh. Facebook. But I'm not. You need more pagan Facebook. lunatic friends like me. Uh I, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm I trying need, to be I like need Jesus. To be honest, I'm being a little bit that's what that's okay Dan. I appreciate that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to step up the game. That's how we ridicule each other around here. You won't have enough sinners, friends. You wanna be like Jesus? You better go eat with right. some sinners. Right. Come on, man. 
No, that's funny, but yeah, I no, I do have some straight scoundrels on my mind. <laughs> they, they, they make they make me upset. I'm I, like, I was one of them. That's why I'm here. <laughs> but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna ignore all them scoundrels, right? And we're gonna speak from our point of view, right? And this is this is the thing. Again, we, I haven't studied a lot. They haven't studied a lot. But from the heart, like, how do we how do you address that issue? Even even when your kid comes to you and says, "Dad, do you, know, do you really believe Jesus came back from the dead?" Like, how are we able to answer that in in a world that we're in today, two thousand years since we you know we can't take him to that old cross? And even if we took him all the way to Israel, if we took him all the way to Golgotha, it's not there's the same. There's no body in the tomb. Yeah, there's right. no body in the tomb. There's right. no bones to show. Oh, there's giving, nothing to they're show. They're giving tours right now. It is very clean. Yeah, very clean That's over there. Good. In the tour. There's <laughs> definitely nothing in there right right and you know well there's one point and why we believe christ is risen from the dead because there is nothing right like no matter what we, we we've got a we've got people's bones from king root and tootin <laughs> and, and he wasn't as important as the man jesus christ and i'm sure the devil would love nothing more than to rub everybody's face in his remains and that's it's but it's never gonna happen it's it, it just to get into it you know let's just go ahead and deep dive like one of the most challenging things that you run into with my atheist friends or whatnot when you talk about the historical facts i'm not even talking about the faith aspect of it but the right. historical facts there are countless historical artifacts around the world that give Man. these accounts of really the, the gospel of jesus christ that of people that weren't Christian, that weren't followers of Jesus. So like that, for me, is a point of touch on my faith, on my belief that, right, you know, right. it wasn't just something that I'm reading and I believe by faith and revelation and knowledge that God's given me, but there's there's actual, like, his, there's somebody who wasn't a Christian, but okay, dude, he was definitely Roman, but he can recall this guy and these people come around saying these guys risen. He's no longer there, and there's an actual fact about it. Like, well, there's actually you know, the Romans were very meticulous about keeping records on all of these things, and let's not forget he was crucified by Romans, and so there was a death record of Jesus. There was an autopsy of Jesus that states he died by asphyxiation. And then his lungs filled with fluid from the pierced spear. Mm. So if they have records of the autopsy report of how Jesus died, but they don't have the remains of where Jesus' body is, right. we know that soldier definitely got fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know. You guys, we've we've heard the story. You know, the disciples stole him, mm. and they hid him. These cowardly disciples. That ran away when he was when he was arrested. That were scared to death. That were locked in the upper room. That were hiding from everybody. Those guys outforced the Roman guard <laughs> and and did all this, you know. So that not not all that, but not only do we we know that, but the, all of these disciples, you know, they were they were murdered. Like if you've ever mm. read Fox's Book of Martyrs, mm -hmm. it's a sad topic. But they were tortured and died. Because they believed, burned alive. I, right. I, I personally look. I love. I love my friends. Almost as strongly as I love my family, and right. I, I love my family enough to kill for them. Let's just be honest. If you right. threaten their lives, I'm a, you can see a different person. Right. This dude. It, it's so it's so hard to explain when. 
keep. I, I'll fall. I'm gonna fall back in my track. I can't lost track of my. Thoughts. No, no, you're 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 free in this building. Like we're, we go down some rabbit holes, and sometimes we get we get caught up. We 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 keep talking about a cat around here that catches our tongue. Yeah, in the mouth. Right. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a point, and it'd come back to me when it. When yeah, it come back to me yeah, when I'm yeah, true. Here. Yes, but but yeah. So we're living in that day and age where people are questioning this. People are are wondering what's going on and why do we really believe? Now I found it. There it was. Good. Okay, dude. The 12. Think about this. I, we went down to the Creation Museum in the, the, the Ark yeah, just recently. Too. Like, you think about some of the historical facts that they have down there. The boulder was too big for 12 people to move. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's right. How? I mean, think about even all the, the marvel in technology and innovation they had to even build some of the dang structures they had, but still. They couldn't move that with 12 people. So how am I going to say that these guys rolled this stone away? And let alone, like you said, there, there were soldiers that were on right. guard. Like the logic, and it's hard because I don't like getting into scriptural arguments about things right. that I feel that are flat out logically straightforward. Amen. And, and like you gloss over it and like, dude, I just had to pray for you. Right. <laughs> but we do, because in the end of the day, it's God who gives all the revelation. Right. right. Like in all, all reality, that's why we're trying to have more fun telling jokes and, and getting across personality here, because no matter how much wisdom we put out in every Bible study and everything, like it's God who has to open their eyes. It's right. God who has to reveal to them right. what needs to be revealed. So we speak truth. We speak in love. We, we give them you know, godly advice, and, and we point to the gospel. But at the end of the day, like it is Christ who moves in us. It's Christ who makes that difference. Right. And that, and you know what? That's a good point right there. Let's throw that on the list. There's one other reason why we believe that Christ rose from the dead is because I have a personal relationship with him. And you know, my son is nine years old. We were we had a blow off service the other Sunday. We were all up front praying. Everybody's going, you know, and my kids. Somehow they ended up at the front with me because they wanted to tell me something. So I was like, sit down, sit down. The Holy Ghost is moving. We're going to hang out. And then I'm walking around laying hands on people and I'm praying for people. And I look over and I can see my son and he's like trying to get my attention. And he's like, Dad. And I'm like, so I go over to him because my son has a disability for people who don't know. So I, I thought maybe he needed help with something. So I go over to him and he's almost crying. And I'm like, what's going on, buddy? And he's like, I could just feel God so strong. Man, oh my God, like, yeah, as a father, man, yeah, that's dude. like, they hit me right in the heart. So I started praying with them, you know, and we mm. prayed and we get in the car and we're on the way home. And he was like, I can't believe how much I could feel God. Like, I could just feel God. And I'm like, it, you know, we, we talk about that. And, but you, you, it's something you have to experience. Like, yeah. But it is accessible for everyone who believes and turns towards God. And, you know, if, if you reach towards God, he reaches back. So I, I've, I've seen people who walk in church services and they sit there and they don't reach for God and then they leave and they're like, well, I didn't feel anything. Mm -hmm. And you're not gonna. But I, I've but never seen anybody walk into a service and reach for God and God not touch them. There's, so. <laughs> there's always been that catalyst in the Bible throughout the old and the new. There's always been that ignition and faith from that initial, Man. that person to get for the, that touch to happen. But like you think about your children and you think about that 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 initial ign like ign that ignite that point of contact in their faith dude i can't regardless of me showing them walking them 
they have to encounter it by what? Faith comes by what? So if you walk in, sweet, have an encounter and walk out, don't come back, dude. Right. Your faith to, to, to actually start allowing your, 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 your hope to be built upon the truth of the word of God in order for you to get revelation that Jesus Christ died. He was a man. He actually lived this life and died on the cross and rose. Like those are things that the Bible says has to happen in order for my faith to even come to a point that's of believing good. in Jesus Christ rising from the dead from the beginning. Wow, that's really good. Man. You know, so it's it's challenging when we have an instantaneous society. Oh, I want to be saved right now. Well, guess what? If your point of contact in your faith is there, yes, it will happen. But some of us, guess what? I've had thorns that I've had to work out. Right. The thorns I've had to Some that I... Mine are still there. Mine are still there. That's what I'm saying, you know. Just get an inch deeper. There are instances where God has completely delivered. Right. Like, man, I man, really, I can take a glass of beer with dinner and have it or not. Like, I could care less. The taste of alcohol is just not in me you know right. but for others it could be a stronger Strong pull, track, you know right. and yeah. it's it's me being around brothers us talking about the scripture and having debates on what you know what's your standpoint what the holy spirit is talking to you about this concept and, and hearing each other out you know right that's good man that's good and you know what that's a that's a good point let's throw that on the list here's another reason why i know christ lives because i see him in my brothers man like, that's good. God is love, man. Mm -hmm. And if we're not expressing that in our life, then we're going to have a world that stops believing that he's rose from the dead. But as long as we're showing this world the love of Christ that he's put in us, they do get to see that resurrected king. Mm -hmm. They do get to see him in, yep. in, in the real world because that love should be flowing through us. One day, don't worry, he's going to come back, you know, part these claws, and they're all going to see him. So right, listen, listen. I'm counting down to those yeah, days. Counting down, it's around the corner. <laughs> yes, it's that's why I'm trying. That's why we gotta, we got to win as many as we can, man. we got to hurry this up. Everybody's sick of this life. You better get out there and start winning souls. Man. Because that's when he's coming back. It man. says the only reason why he's patient man. is giving people a chance to repent. Man, and you know what? In my mind, from what I, what I see and ascertain from Scripture, it's a good thing to be a soul winner. Amen. Yes, yes. You know that scripture you just quoted a minute ago, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. That's, if you keep reading that, it says how blessed are the feet of those ministers that carry the gospel. Bro. And it's the truth. Feet gonna get dirty, man. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. You're gonna have to answer some questions like this. How do you believe Jesus and, rose from the so, dead? And, and let's be honest, <laughs> how many times have I heard that question and yeah. I have not had the answer? And that's yeah. okay. So this yeah. actually that's, ties. That's a good point. It is okay. It's if everybody fine. thinks we got all the answers here, we're not trying to claim that at all. We're very comfortable in the fact that we don't always have the answers, but we know the one who does. Right. And this we're going to draw perfectly with my strong point. So, you know, in scripture it says, once I leave, I will send an advocate to teach you. Mm -hmm. You're always one step ahead of me. Uh, I, will, I, <laughs> I will send an advocate to to teach you, to counsel you, to, you know, to lead you. Amen. And so we had Brother Hutchins here a few weeks ago, and he said something that I didn't really understand. He said, you know, if you're not out witnessing, you're not saved. And I was like, mm. I was like, 
it's kind of it's kind of strong, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? That, that, that's that's that, the that, state. That, that, remember, that's, that's remember, little, he's from Texas. That's the state right there. It's kind of strong, don't you think? I was like, oh, oh I clean my life up a lot, and, 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 and you're saying I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and all this other stuff, and if I'm not out witnessing, I'm not saved. What do you mean by that? I was like, all right. Holy Ghost, you want to reveal this to me? Like, I, mm. I, I, I don't get this. Like, you know, I, no, I, I think he could be correct. I don't he's, know. He's 100% correct. correct. Holy Spirit led me to Second Peter for three weeks straight. Just beat it inside of me. If you know what you ought to do and don't do it, it is considered a sin. Bro. Amen. Amen. Ooh. I was going to sum it up. You know how much is caught up in that? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. So that is, is. We can chew on that for a minute. <laughs> and so I sat there. I was like, we're, we're called to witness. We're called to witness. We're commanded. If I'm not witnessing. Go ye. If I'm baptized. not witnessing, I'm sinning. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not repenting for something that I don't know that I'm doing is a sin, I'm not saved. Right. And that. So there. So the Holy Spirit just started talking, and I mean everything right. that I did. Pulled up my phone. It was on. It was on my Bible app as verse of the day. Went somewhere else. There it was. <laughs> went, went to something else. There it was. Sitting there, there listening to the Bible, not even thinking that I'm in Second Peter. There it is. And so then confirmation from the Holy Spirit. That's how I know that the Holy Spirit is real. Because mm -hmm. what I I sat here last. Last week on Good Friday service, I was like, Dan, you know, the Holy Spirit asked me the best question. It's asked me in like two months. He was like, yeah, what was, what's that? I was like, Holy Spirit asked me is when we take communion, is it a joyful occasion or is it a remorseful occasion? It's joy. And I was like, you know what? I got to get back to you in a few hours on that because everything right. that I see, it's re people are remorseful. Ooh. Like I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the joyfulness in it. Let me, let me think about this and I'll get back to you. Spirit changed my mind, my my outlook on it completely. And so I come in, I'm like, man, this it's nothing but a joyous occasion. I'm right. celebrating the fact that That's what his whole self-doubt said right away. I was like celebrating the fact that he did die. Because I no longer have to right. sacrifice. I no longer have right. to do any of this. It was done man. over with. It's one. Yeah. And, and then Stefan comes up here and he was <laughs> yeah, like, bro. this isn't just a somberous occasion and Dan's Man. over here looking at me like, I'm like, I told you, I told you. Because we're in the spirit. There's always confirmation. And so I know That's what true. I'm thinking inside of my head isn't just me thinking inside of my head. It was the Holy Spirit revealing to me, you know, you've been looking at communion in, in, in the wrong perspective. You hmm. understand what communion is, but you've been looking at it in the wrong perspective. And I was like, no, that could have just been me thinking it. And then Stefan's like, nope, nope. But, but here it is. is. Yes. Go ahead. No, dude, I want you to talk. But, like, what you're talking about, we don't take the time. And look at what you said about in, in, in Peter. That's good. Dude. <laughs> right. Oh, I've been, I, I, I'll, I'll I, 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 I've been chewing on it for I want to expound on it even more. We can't do anything good or bad. Like, dog, Jesus Christ, you have to accept God's plan of salvation. Period. Right. Because at the end of the day, what Peter talked about, like, dude, if I know to do good and I right. don't do it, we're so fixated on the Ten Commandments or living righteously and what that looks like. But, dog, if I pass this dude, 
on the side of the highway and I don't give him that pocket full of change that I know I got in my car. Right. Right. We don't hand him the gospel. There's no, there's no, there's no excuse. And, and if I'm looking at it from the, the father's perspective, that's sin. Man. The world's going to look at it. It's going to be sin because they're going to be before the Father and not under yeah. Jesus Christ. I'll push, it, I'll push it even further, guys. I want to push this a little bit further. We know the great command from Christ. Mm. Go ye, make disciples all over the world, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Matthew 20 and 19. It's our great command. It's what we're told to do. And then Christ said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Man. If we don't keep his commandments, Man. we don't love him. And we also know the Bible tells us that there will be people on the day of judgment who will say, Lord, I cast out demons in your name. I performed miracles in your name. And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. But that word knew is the same word Mary used when she said, I never knew a man. Intimate. So now like, Intimate love. So now like because you can say, I did these works from man. the Father, but I never loved him enough. To obey his command and make disciples and spread the gospel. Man. So now let's correlate that with the children of Israel. Man, you know how many people want to do miracles and don't want to witness? Woo! Yeah. I just said it. Half half of our half of our audience. They, they just got up and left. <laughs> they just got up and left. They didn't like that. It's the truth somebody, though. Somebody Even in work. us. Even in us, I feel like, man, you know how cool it would be for me, you know, my son. You know how great it would be for me to lay my hands on him and heal him? I would love to be able to do that, but what's more important than witnessing and snatching someone out of the fires of hell? There's nothing more important than that. No matter how important we want to do something for the kingdom, there's nothing greater than the kingdom. All of heaven rejoices when one sinner repents. It don't get better than that. It's crazy. There's <laughs> a party in heaven every time somebody says Every like, time. Really? Oh, it's that, you know, I crazy. really think people overcomplicate what witnessing is too. I think people think, oh, witnessing, I got to be out there teaching the Bible 24-7 to every single person I meet. Like yeah. you said, one person, if you, if you get one person. They're supposed person, to be exposing them to all the bad things that they're doing in their life and make them feel like a real lunatic and real dirty sinner so that way they know how much they need God. But that's not Man. the gospel. The gospel is called the good news. I'm supposed to be spreading good news. I'm not supposed to be telling them everything that, that's going to make them go to hell. I'm supposed to be telling them that there's a Savior who died that's willing to change their life for the better if they draw close to Him. And that, that's really what we should be spreading. So, you're basically saying that all you got to do is Talk about how this man Jesus, God in the flesh, God among us, Amen. came down here and saved you from the stuff that you dealt with in your life. Yep. And that, he, can, he can do the same for me. Yeah. That oh, is the gospel. Oh, something so Death, complicated, burial, guys. So simple right there. Oh, and you could, you could, believe me, you can elaborate on it all day. We okay. can talk about repentance. We, we did a whole podcast. We're going to do it because, again, the devil stole our volume. But <laughs> we're going to do it again. But you, we can elaborate on the baptism. When we tell people, okay, the grave, Christ died. Now we can lead into baptism. Right. I can show you another one of his commands. I can also take that same concept of baptism and his death, and I can explain to you how you're supposed to be dead to your old life and alive in the spirit. 
I can take that same concept, but then all I, the I, gospel. I got this problem with vaping. Like this dude, like I, it's like it, it itches at me every day. So like, how can I be saved and still? We're going to talk about repentance. We're going to talk right about standing with the Lord or I got yes. attitude problems because my kids don't like to behave. You know, <laughs> I try to make sure that I'm a good father, but sometimes that <laughs> thing kind of happens. And, you right. know, I have to step back and make sure that, you know, I'm right. not hurting them purposely, but yet I'm in this emotion that I can't somehow get out of. Right. We've got to talk about faith. Right. We've got to talk about the, the ability to believe. That Christ covered all of my sins. And that every time I that. say I'm sorry, oh, he can yeah. cover that. And there's your gospel. Because in everything, our good news is what wins people to the Lord. So why is that hard for us? Like, truly, right. talk about what he, he saved me from. He saved me from a, a very violent man. Right. I just call it what it is. I want to end yeah. up in the grave or in jail. That's yeah. just what it was. And it was... October 1999 that took him to scare me with the, set, the, the the snatching away of the church for me to get back home on a good foot. No, you're right. I, I, you're right. I think a lot of times that we forget He's that patient we're supposed to be stuff. humble. Mm. Yeah. I think it's that, we're, that we, we see that we're called to be like Jesus, but we forget that we're human. Right. <laughs> and so we want to put on this persona that I am saved. So, you know what, there's nothing wrong with me because I've been called to be like Jesus and I'm going to sit here and testify that I, I, I'm a Christian so I should be just like Jesus. But you don't need to know that. I still I still Man. go out to the bar on Friday nights. Man. Man. Because if you, if you knew that, you wouldn't think that I'm a Christian and I'm not going to be able to save you. So instead, I'm going to put on this fake persona and really keep driving people away. Well, one of the first right. miracles... That's my favorite thing. And you know, when I was going, when I was going through my devout, getting rid of, stop drinking, stop being an alcoholic. Hey, all you, know, you real whole, Christians out there, I like to judge people. Please plug your ears right now. Hey, I'm sorry. Holy, but, Holy Spirit was like, you, <laughs> Holy Spirit was like, you know what Jesus' first miracle was, Brandon? I was like, what? What's that? You know, I'm really not in the mood to talk about this. I just went back to the liquor store for a double shot. He was like, "Oh man, his first miracle was a beer run, Brandon." Stop oh man, and hey, giving y'all go, y'all go get those uh, those crafts over there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll thank me later. All right, all you real Christians can let your earmuffs go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? <laughs> but it becomes a stumbling block when we're not man. authentic, honest, and open about our journey. Mm. To the world we can do this go in love but dude we can't do it if we're not honest within the inward man which the holy spirit and god says that he requires all man, of us to have we got to get rid of the judging crap My we got to get rid of the judging crap i don't know why it's such a big deal you know almost all the stuff that we've been quoting here at the table is written by the guy who said he was the chief among sinners yikes and actually killed christians yikes Okay, because I've done a lot of silly stuff, I've gotten drunk, I've done dumb stuff that I regret in my life, but I've never actually killed a Christian for being a Christian. Like, so, no. so, and I'm still trusting what that guy wrote because I believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I believe that Christ can take something that's dead and bring it back to life again. And, let, let's, and we have to have can we, can we break? Can we break this down to its, I think, most elementary level? You're hearing this. And you're seeing the promise and hope of the gospel. 
and you're saying no, but yet you want to look at what's going on in today's society and you want to put your hope in something that's failing. Every aspect of our society, True. from nation to nation, <laughs> is in an upheaval and failing. Yep. Failing. Japan is in a population decrease right now. Did we know that? Think about that. The, the nation of Japan, population decrease? Why am I going to, I'm going to put my hope when I, in something that I know is eternal and true, bro. And it's That's not so changing. That's good. I'm going to, I'm going to throw out one last point here before we wrap it up soon. Hopefully we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, this is, this is, this is a big one for me. And, and I thought about it today. I didn't study of course, like I promised, but, but I did think about this. The fact is when Christ left. There was, he kept telling us, there's something else coming. There's something else coming. I'm not leaving you guys as orphans. I'm not going away with nothing. There's something else coming. And I feel like, although I cannot show people Christ on the cross today, I can show them the promise that he promised would come when he died. And that's the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because no matter how much it's, on, it's hard to believe that Jesus rose from the dead. It's also hard to believe that that language that you don't understand at all is coming out of your mouth <laughs> when you speak in tongues. And it's and I know lo I love I know a lot of people who love to sit back and poke people that speak in tongues. And <laughs> you see that? And that yeah, it's all fun and games until it's coming out of you, because then it changes the whole game. And it's the same thing in our lives. Us brothers sitting here today have experienced this. I can only imagine being in an old tent revival and somebody who was just absent about the Holy Spirit and all of a sudden, all of a sudden they start speaking it to Mario! Mario! There are some stories of that. Back in oh, the Azusa Street, man. there's some stories of that. That's Ministers crazy, talking smack man. about the Holy Ghost until they start talking. And all of a sudden, they're on the floor, all <laughs> slain in the spirit. My goodness, dude. For me, that's always been my comfort. That's always been, yeah. like, you know, just... It's supposed to be a comfort. You know, just for, like, where I was raised and everything that I experienced from being in the front of the church from pastor's child, grandpa's pastor. You know, I experienced all of this other stuff the behind the scenes before people really started getting real inside of the church and be like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in jeans. I don't need to wear a suit today. Like, this is who I am. I'm right. not going to put on this fake facade. Right. I, I come I, in a suit because that's who I am. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's fine. That's, that, that's no, fine. No, I know. I'm you, you look nice. <laughs> and so for me, it was always to strive to pray in tongues right. because I didn't want judgment from my brother that's sitting right next to me listening to me pray. Oh, man, did you hear what Brandon's praying about? He should have nah. done that last week. He, he so prayed in tongues to be an incognito. I did. I did. For me, that's what it was all about. Like, if I'm praying in tongues, ain't nobody in this building hey, knowing man. my business. Oh, no. This is between me and Jesus and the rest of y'all to get your nose nope. out of it. Nope. Get out of my prayer closet. And so for, so for That's me, like repenting in Morse code. Wow. And, and so for me, we've all been there. That's all right. Yeah, it and is. So for I know. Me, that, 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 that's where it all started with me and my walk with the Holy Spirit. That's amazing. Speaking in tongues. 
And good. so now I'm now I'm at the point where my heavenly tongue dialect has grown so much. I've sat here and I've mm. I, I've prayed. I've se- I've seek God's face. I'm like Lord, I I know I know you're calling calling me to something, but like we, you know what? Holy Spirit, take over because I need you. I need you. I need you to tell him what's really inside of my heart, and what's really been inside of my heart is what he's been calling me to, and what he's been calling me to do is what was different than what what Brandon was two years ago. So my dialect started to change. I remember the first God got first time God was like, "All right, no, we're going to switch this a little bit. You're gonna you're gonna speak." In my power, you're going to speak in my authority, mm. and you're going you're going to speak to the situation that you're going through. That you're That's walking good. in my authority. I sat here inside of my head. I was like, "Brand, what are you doing? It sounds like you're speaking an incantation." And I'm like, <laughs> "I ain't never heard. I've never I've never spoke this in the Holy Spirit before." And it mm. it threw me back. It threw That's me good. back. But it just continued to flow. That's it so continued good, to flow. And every single. Every point in my life that has gotten better, speaking, it's been praying, it's been making that relationship you know, and that connection. We live with in a day and age where we, we don't get to walk or talk with Jesus like the disciples did. We didn't get to sit down at a campfire with him and eat fish and all that. And I'm telling you, if someone was like, hey, like Jesus just came through the clouds, he's literally at the church down the road, like, I'm, nothing's going to stop me from getting there. Like nothing's gonna stop me from getting there and, and experiencing that that one-on-one relationship with Jesus, and we have that, we but, have that accessible in our world today. That's why He gave us the Holy Spirit. That's why, like, even you know, we're called to witness and make disciples. Like disciples walked with Jesus. I, I don't feel like my my witnessing to somebody is complete until they're filled with the Holy Spirit. At that point, I feel like I've I've, I've brought them to the foot of Jesus. And now he's going to take them from here on. That doesn't mean I don't sharpen iron with them. That don't mean I don't speak life into them. That don't mean if I don't see if I see them leave, falling astray, I'm not going to go out and love and try to bring them back. But at the end of the line, like that's what this world needs more than anything. Like we need Jesus. We need to be walking in that Holy Spirit. We all need to be a little bit more like Paul. I'm a chief among sinners, and I speak in tongues more than all of you. <laughs> That's can, what we need to be like. Can, can, we, can, we, can we define two different areas? I agree with what you're yes. saying. I think that there's two different ways that I do go through a process of sharing my testimony, my, which is my witness, to the unbelievers. But there's a, there's a process that is walking alongside in discipleship. Amen. Yeah, That's good. So they're different. There are different. Yeah, you're right. And the heart posture of the, the person receiving is different as well. Very good. And we got to be discerning enough to know the difference. Amen. Um, Amen. A- absolutely. You know, I think for me personally, because I use this a lot in both areas of walks, because it's something that's very, very strong. Is one of my biggest testimonies is you know God healed me from I lost my first child. I lost my first child, and I drowned inside of the bottle, trying to trying to trying to forget all of that pain, so I could sleep at night. That's my testimony for bringing people in. Now, while I'm sitting here talking to you guys about it, you know what God revealed to me about me losing William—that the devil took William from me to try to get me to become an alcoholic to keep me from the purpose that I'm going to fulfill today. Mm. Definitely think he used it. Whew. 
But he uses it, it all, man. It, it is, and so he uses it so all. Take, taking my testimony and applying it to a testimony, and then applying it to sharp iron sharpening iron. For me, you know, I can sit here, you know, he was hoping that I got so drunk one night inside of my car that I died. He's hoping that I, I became an alcoholic and I lost everything else to where I'd never step foot in church again. You know, this was his game plan. This is what right. happened, and this is this is what led to it. Now, if I'm talking to, to a new believer, somebody that that still needs milk and doesn't need meat, like, hey, man, you know, if God can heal my, my broken heart of losing my first son and show me that, you know, my son gets to sit here and watch me grow instead of me sit here and watch him go through the pains of life. My son gets to watch me grow and come come closer to God. He gets to sit here and not experience any of the hardship of this world and got to go be with his heavenly father. If God can heal my broken heart of that and get me off of the sauce, get me off of the bottle, and in the process, I'm still drinking, drawing closer to God, and show me the way of everything else. That's how, that's how we can handle both of that. There's so many different depths in the relationship and growth in God and God showing grace and mercy that we don't take in consideration when we talk about our witness and sharing the gospel to other people and those who aren't in the body of Christ. Because guess what? They're going to stumble. Even those who are in the body are going to stumble. Guess what? we got to look at them with a loving heart as if we're looking at children. That's so good. Like, you I so can't, good. Sam is four years old, dog. You ain't gonna just do what you wanna do, man. That's good, and, man. And when you do, I, I'm gonna be there to pick you up, but do sometimes you gotta deal with the consequences of the decision made, mm -hmm. being made. Hear sometimes that, that hurts. That <laughs> and we gotta, you're right, we gotta be the Christ in this world. But we gotta Where's be very body? careful too. There are times where I, I, I have to be <clears throat> In alignment with the, the 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 Holy Spirit, and the result of a brother or a sister in Christ that stumbles, I'm not persecuting and I'm not judging them, but I'm walking alongside of them in the process of healing and restoring. Sometimes that's hard. Yeah, it, it's it's very hard. Like not just for the person who's walking through oh, it. You're right. Dealing with your own condemnation can be a very very hard right. thing to do. And and for 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 the mature brother and sister in Christ taking upon that burden like we're called to do and show and not just talk but show walk it out how to lay it down and leave it alone like put it at the cross and turn around dog we ain't supposed to mess with this no more man. you know what i'm saying this is yeah. daily application of how how, how yes. things are done what does it look like hey man it may look like me calling you out of the blue checking in to make sure that you you're pure you're calling right now <laughs> you know what i'm saying no, I am. Oh, in, in every aspect of your struggle what regardless of what it is right I, no, that's good. I, I've got that's brother, really good. I've got man. brothers that call and check on me all the time. Amen. i got brothers that I go and check on all the time. I had a really Amen. hard day yesterday. And I got off the phone and I was like, oh, Travis called me. You know, you know, every time Travis calls me, it's because I, I need Travis. And every time yeah. I call Travis, and, and the spirit it's because Travis, and be Travis in line with too. Because it'd it be like that. the spirit reached through them. Right. And all of a sudden, you got to get reached back because you know, all right, dang right. I can't That's tell. So I can't tell you how many times me and Travis sat on the phone, sitting there crying like a little baby for forty-five minutes, sitting there comforting each other over something man, that we're going so through good, that's hitting our hearts so hard. And I ain't gonna lie, man. Satan be trying to get me to stay in that. Like, dog, I know why you calling me, man. Like, I don't even want to call you back. Right? He'll try to. I want to be in that justified yeah. anger moment, like especially when it comes down to like my, the situation with my ex and my my daughter. Like, I want to be in that. 
self-righteous justifiable moment because I know my actions concerning what's going on are pure right but like dude life happens and I have to give grace and you know yeah, right. that phone call all right I'm gonna call this brother back and I know good and well what's about to happen right and the Holy Spirit allows me to take that correction because like he said I'm a good son I don't run away from correction amen that's good so yeah I think we can wrap it up there guys Number one, I let's, let's make sure. Go on for another two hours. Yeah, we no, could. Right. Believe no, me, we can. We can. We gotta save some of this for the next show. No. Hey man, this was awesome. <laughs> no, it was a great time. We're so glad you're here. We're gonna make it come back and do it again. Amen. But uh, definitely, man. The most important thing is that you know we we show love. We live in love. We we spread love because that's our job as a body of Christ. So God is love, and we better show people that if we want them to see God. So we've got to continue in that. So let's say a prayer for everybody watching today. Dear Lord Jesus, touch our hearts and minds today, God. Let this minister to the hearts of everybody who hears it, God. That they will grow in their love for you, God. That they will be an example of you in this world, God. Not of condemnation, but of love and respect, God. And that they will grow in you every day, God. Let this word be hidden in our hearts, God. That we'll speak truth on your behalf, God. And that above all, Lord, we'll show your characteristic, God, which is love. We worship you. We praise you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll see you guys all next time. I almost said next week, but it never ends up being a week. So we'll see you when we see you. How about like that? Blessings. <laughs>